0: Yo, yo, it's your boy, Chris Scannerberry, aka Big
1: Scant. And it's your boy Jamal Scannelberry, aka Bigger Scant. And we back.
0: Yes, sir. We are back, baby. Tell us real quick, how was that Jets
1: game? Oh my gosh, man. What a sight to see Aaron's first uh, Aaron's first live Jets game. Yeah. We man. got a dub against Houston. Yeah. You know, great time to come back for Zach Wilson off the W. He didn't play too well, but like I said, it was very exciting to see our defense play very well. Mm -hmm. Shout out to John Franklin Myers, who had a day, you know, Salah trusted in his offense, called some, you know, what I would think is questionable timeouts (laughs) at certain points of the game, but, you know, it worked out in our favor, so, you know, J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's keep it rolling. Right now, we have two top five picks in the upcoming draft. Yes, sir. I am super excited about that, but I don't know where, to, uh, you know, where to be with with the end of the season because I feel like we have some winnable games, and I'm itching to want to win those games. But I'm also thinking, like, man, we got a top five pick that we're trying to protect. But Playing we'll see, man. You know, I got so much to say about the Jets, but again, this is our intro. And Sandbox, we back. We are back, baby. And today we're going to talk about
0: some fun things. Who is the NFL MVP? Maybe who the best team in the NFL is and who the best team in the NBA is. So without further ado, you ready biggest make Let's get it. Let's do it. And we back. And we back. And we back. Back for another fun week. Big and Bigger Scan here. We don't have a clip for you today, but we got some spicy conversation because I need to know who the NFL MVP is right now. It's flipped back and forth. It looked like Colin Murray was running away. Then he got hurt. Then it was Stafford. Then he's kind of poo-pooed himself recently. So tell me, Bigger Scan, who is the current NFL MVP?
1: I'm, not, I'm I'm actually not going to go the quarterback direction here. Actually, ah. I feel like I'm going to go with uh, you know, one of the league's better performers over the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. His team is uh scaling upward when it comes to being a division contender, mm. um, especially with the lack of performance by Tennessee recently. I'm going to oh. go with the back out of Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor. Man, Ooh. I feel like Jonathan Taylor has been putting on a year. Mm-hmm. he's on scale to get at least 18 1900 rushing yards and he is already at 14 touchdowns total insane he is the the epitome of a three down back yeah um i feel like the colts are utilizing him to his complete strength and it is developing their passing game immensely um with with Johnson Taylor performing i feel like Michael Pittman Jr is becoming a number one receiver in that Colts offense, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, with a few games left in the season, I feel like they could end up winning that division, and it's probably because of a lot of what Jonathan Taylor has been doing this year, man. So I'm gonna have to go with Jonathan Taylor. I feel like he's only scaling up from here. Like I said, he's on scale to to get at least 1800 rushing yards and possibly 20 plus touchdowns.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what's crazy about I saw this? I saw a story the other day that if the Buccaneers had not been able to snag Tristan Wirfs where they were sitting in the draft in the first round, their mm-hmm. plan was to take Jonathan Taylor. And then Tristan Wirfs is a, is a baller. He's a great tackle. But could you imagine this Buccaneers offense with Jonathan Taylor inserted in there now too? I mean, Leonard Fournette's great, but Jonathan Taylor's young. He's got breakaway speed. He's a crazy player. And just giving Tom Brady that too would have been amazing. But would that know if Fournette would argue that for sure after yeah. his performance this week. <laughs> for sure, for sure. It was it was very fitting that Fournette put up four touchdowns against the Colts, considering right. James Taylor's on the other side. <laughs> but and this one stings to say, just because I'm a diehard Pats fan and he left us. But the man is 45 years old and is currently leading the league in passing yards. I think he just just got passed by Derek Carr by a few yards, but he was at the top of the league in passing yards. And if I'm not mistaken, he has 30 touchdowns. 30 touchdowns at 45 years old. To me right now, I think that the MVP has to go to Mr. Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady is playing amazing football. And I know like the MVP is based on value, but I can't imagine where the Bucks would be without Tom Brady. One and two, I feel like it's it's flipped and flopped so much from who the MVP would be, but Tom Brady stayed steady the whole time. He has thirty passing touchdowns and thirty four hundred yards, and his 40, And he's forty five years old, and like honestly, I. I, I oftentimes feel with this award is the most frustrating thing is oftentimes, unless you have an insane season, it's a quarterback's award. So I almost wanted to go to Jonathan Taylor, but I can't shy away from what Tom Brady's doing. And if we're talking value, um, I can't, I, I don't know if there's a player that's uh, more valuable to their
1: team right now than Tom Brady. Yeah, well placing that into consideration most definitely because you can't argue that the quarterback is the most valued position in all of sports. Right. So yeah, you definitely can't argue that. And you can never go against Tom Brady or Bill Belichick. That's what mm-hmm. I've learned. So, you know, I won't argue the fact that Tom Brady is definitely um in that in that race. Mm-hmm. And I you know, might you might not argue that Tom Brady may face Bill in in um in what we may see this year's Super Bowl.
0: So Ooh, baby, don't get me started. Know, uh,
1: the, yeah, there's a there's a lot to consider, but Tom Brady is definitely in that list. And um I just think Jonathan Taylor has the ability to he has the ability to go take the award yeah, the rest of the season. For sure. And we'll see if he does that. With
0: um strong consideration for Mac Jones' runner up.
1: We'll see if Jonathan Taylor does. That.
0: <laughs> For sure. Hey, shout out to Jonathan Taylor. I was a big fan of his at Wisconsin. I'm really happy that he's performing very well. He's got a great offensive line. Shout out to Tom Brady too, man. It's amazing what this guy is doing on the field at this age. Like, it's crazy considering how old he is and what they're able to do. So, I think that it's a two, I think it's a two-man race. Maybe Aaron Rodgers might sneak his way in there. But those two guys are playing some of the best football. And speaking of some of the best football, you know how we got to go. We go a no-go for show. And we're going to start with the no-go game. And I mean the best football because the no-go game this week is the Pats versus the Bills. Who is going to win and why?
1: Hmm. You know, to me, this is definitely like the prove a game. Okay. Uh, certainly, certainly for for that division. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the AFC, honestly, because these are two of the teams that you might see at the top of the AFC at the end of the year. Yep. Um, and I'd say it very discreetly because I don't want to say it. <laughs> but I think the Pats might win this one, man.
0: Okay. I
1: think, I think they're on a roll, and I think you can't deny Belly. Can't deny Belichick. I feel like he is. He is showing his coaching skill. Well. I should say he's always shown that, but
0: Coach of the we, Year this year or no?
1: Why not, right? <laughs> you know, you go from you go from one of the better off seasons mm-hmm. um out of out of all the football teams in the league and then mm-hmm. you and then you turn a rookie quarterback into a sustainable guy and you uh you make it look like it's something that's scary and He's singing right, right now. now. Go ahead. It is. So screw the pats. <laughs> but I got the pats on this one. <laughs> So, obviously, this
0: is a division game. Um, for some reason, well, not for some reason, it's because you see the team so often. These games are always so flip a coin, and this is exactly why it's a no go game. I honestly think this is an early candidate for the game of the year. Honestly, I think this can go very well, and I think this will be beautiful football. And the Bills are ultra talented, and when they're playing their A game, they're one of the, either the top two or three teams in the NFL. Right. But they're up against the hottest team in the NFL and the best coach of all time. And I think you can, make a, you can make a case for the best coach in sports of all time. Bill is calling defense masterfully. Excuse me. I think Josh McDaniels, for, for, for what, whatever it was worth last year, was knocked a lot. But I think he's probably one of the best, if not top three, offensive minds in football. And here's the biggest stat. The Patriots are currently eight and four, but they are undefeated on the road. They're undefeated on the road. This game is in Buffalo. It's going to be snowing. Buffalo doesn't run the ball, and they don't do well against teams that do. And that's all the Pats do. So I got to go, Pats, baby. I almost want to make this for show just to let my nuts hang, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it as no go for now because I'm not gonna put my bread on it. But I can't wait till next week so I can talk about the Pats and really let it let it ride. But for the fish show game of the week. I got the Bucks versus the Falcons. I'm sure you know where I'm going with it, but talk to me. Who's gonna win and why?
1: Yeah, man. Tom Brady, current MVP candidate. You got Leonard Fournette playing like what the hell? You know <laughs> the last game. Yeah, and he can he can pick and choose who he can throw the ball to week by week, just based on the talent that he has at receiver. Yeah, and Gronk and Gronk is back, so. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm definitely going the Bucks on this one. I think Matt Ryan and the Falcons may have a little bit of a fear of Tom Brady too, so yeah, you know, that'll that'll also play contribute that'll also contribute to to the Falcons' loss.
0: Yeah, for me, this is an easy pick in my opinion. Like, I think the Falcons blow, and they're going up against the goat, who's looking to who's looking to continue to play his best ball right now and win another MVP well into his 40s. I think the Bucs are going to win this by. 15-plus. I know it's in Atlanta, so maybe Atlanta guards the home a little bit better. But definitely throw your bread down on the Bucks here, guys. I know we fumbled on some for-show games. I don't find a fumble here. I would throw a big bread on this if I were you guys. Thank me later. My goodness. For-show. Sure. We got some other good football games this week, man. You want to jump in the 100-second runoff? Let's do it. Let's get it.
1: Going for Dallas man. Dallas has been on a bit of a scare the last few weeks but I feel like this is a bounce back game the Saints is one of the weaker teams in the NFL this year. I think Dak and them Cowboys are going to have a field day against what we thought might be a good secondary in New Orleans but they're not just what we thought
0: and for this next game I got the Vikings versus the Lions. No Dalvin Cook, no problem. I'm going to look for Alex Madison to take off in this game as the Lions I think will go winless this year.
1: For the next game, I got the Jets versus the Eagles and Mr. Sirianni. Coach Sirianni said that Jalen Hurts ain't looking too good. I got the Jets winning this one, man, and I know the Eagles just lost to the Giants. They're one of the uh, teams in the NFC East that we just don't know what's up with that division, and the Jets is going to win two games in a row.
0: Yes, sir. For this next game, I got the Cards versus the Bears. I got the Cards, who I think will finally have Colin Murray back, and they're taking on depleted Bears team that has to start Andy Dalton at quarterback I think McCarr is going to fly away easy
1: with this one for the next game I got the Ravens versus the Steelers and I cannot see Lamar Jackson coming off of a repeat poor performance he's going to go ahead and make the Steelers pay for his last game throwing four interceptions I got the Ravens this one
0: I got a fun one with this next one. We got the Chargers versus the Bengals. I'm going to go with the Boats here. Both teams are very hot and cold, but the Chargers need to win to stay alive in this playoff run. So I think Kirby's going to ball out.
1: For this next game, it was probably a candidate for the for-show game of the week. I got the Broncos versus the Chiefs. This might be a scary one. The Chiefs has been doing real well. And Teddy Bridgewater don't even want to tackle. Go ahead, Chiefs. I got the Chiefs in this one big.
0: And for this last game, I got the 49ers versus the Seahawks. The Hawks have surprised me as they have been tough to watch, with or without Russell Wilson. Meanwhile, the 49ers have snuck back into the playoff conversation, and they're going to sneak away a win in Seattle. Go! Let's get it. I genuinely think we could go undefeated this season, 100 second runoff. I really felt that, especially because we both picked the Pats. But with that being said, let's jump into the NBA a bit. Can you tell me your power rankings of the top five teams in the NBA real quick?
1: Man, you know what? At the five spot, actually, I'm I'm compelled to choose one team over the other just because of what I saw them do um, last night. Um, but this this number five team has been um, these two number five teams, I should say, five A and five B. Mm. Um, they've been uh, in and out of our top five power rankings, and I would say this is the battle of the off seasons. Both of these teams have graded out really well after their off season. The Miami Heat has Tyler Hero playing like six man of the year, and Kyle yeah. Lowry's addition has probably contributed best to that team out of all free agents um, or or off-season acquisitions, I should say, because I think that was a trade that they got him yeah. in. There. And then the Bulls, man, a tough win against the Hornets. They had a crazy off-season. Yeah, I'm um, getting Demar Derozan and Caruso and Lonzo Ball. You know, it's been crazy to see them actually performing. It was a big question mark on that team because you didn't know how they'd be defensively. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's actually one thing you don't have to worry about with that Bulls team. You know, but just based on the matchup against the Nuggets last night and the matchup against the Hornets with the Bulls. I'm gonna have to go Bulls, man. Okay. I like the Bulls team. Again, they're a, they're an exciting team to watch. And this it would fluctuate week by week, as we know. But mm-hmm. as of right now, my number five is the Bulls. Um, at number four, I'm gonna have to go with the Bucks, man. Giannis is playing in rear form again. Yeah, um, He is reaching for MVP stature. He's averaging, what, 28, 12, and 6. Um, and they just picked up Boogie Cousins. Who knows what Boogie Cousins is going to do? Right. You know he's going to bring grit and toughness to the team. For sure. He can, he can knock down the perimeter jump shot. Um, he'll be a liability defensively. Of course. But all, but offensively, he can get you some points, you know, and he's definitely going to be a scare. Yeah. So, so with the Bucks at four, you know, they, they can progress – you know, but that's where they're at now. Mm-hmm. At number three, the Nets are just coming of their own, man. It's just great to see. You got KD playing in MVP form, like we said, week by week. Yeah, James James Harden balling week by week. They're bringing up guys out of rotational moves out of the G League that, that's been um, uh, working out for them. You just see Steve Nash just moving through that rotation and making it work. You know, we mm-hmm. got Joe Harris who went down. But he has that rookie. I forgot the gentleman's name, Cam Johnson, I believe his name is. Mm. Cam Thomas, not, I think it is. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas has been balling, man. Kudos to him and kudos to Katie for getting him involved. They played the Knicks tonight as we speak. And I think Katie dropped Julius Randle. Yeah. Something yeah. bad. Made that so bench. bing. So bing bong. Shout out to the Nets, <laughs> man. Um yeah. Number two, man, I got the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns are on a 17-game winning streak. Let's count it, 17-game That is insane. As we speak, they just beat the Golden State Warriors. Right. They beat the Golden State Warriors, and they're on a 17-game winning streak. I got them at num- my number two spot, and I kind of selected that position for this team before they beat the Warriors. Yeah, without you the know. book Right, right, without D-Book. So, you know... I hate hate to think that I'm cheating them, but, yeah, I would say Phoenix and the Warriors is probably my 1A and 1B this week. Um, D-book in clutch clutch positions of each game is shooting 70% from the field, which is unreal. And at full strength, the question mark was can they do it again and how dare we question that. I got the Phoenix Suns at, at 1B and my 1A is Steph Curry and the warriors man 18 and 3 they're not at full strength they got two key contributors coming back that could really really top this championship team off yeah i think i think they are those two players away from being a championship team and with how the lakers are performing in and out i don't see them contending against the warriors in a seven game series in the playoffs yeah at least right now so Yeah, my 1A team is the Golden State this week.
0: Yeah, man, I I would have to say I agree with a lot of your list. The the teams, especially at the top, have been insane how how just consistent they've been. Um, This time of year, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of teams that get a lot of early injuries, but these teams have stayed steady, and I would attribute that to coaching and the leadership. But to start off with my um, power rankings, I got to go at number five, I got to go with that team in Washington, man. They've sputtered a bit lately, but they've stayed near the top of the Eastern Conference standings. They're top 11 in field goal percentage and opponents' points per game, so clearly they can hang with just about anyone, and they're a gritty team being led by Bradley Bill and Montrezl Harrell. They're going to be around in late spring to compete for something, I think. They're going to compete in the East. At number four, I think you said it best, I got to go to Chicago Bulls. They're top 10 in both opponents' points per game and three-point percentage. And this team is an early contender in the East. I know that they're young. I know that they're young, but they can compete against just about anyone. They have a feisty backcourt with Caruso, who's averaging 2.3 steals per game, and Lonzo, who's just ranging excellent all-ball defense as well. At number three, I got to agree with you here. It's got to be the Nets, man. They're the number one team in the East. They're really stringing games together and finding ways to win. And even with the loss of Joe Harris for a few weeks – I don't see this team taking a huge step back as they seem to get better on a week-to-week basis. I think James Harden is coming around. I think everything that we expected from him, you're starting to see a bit more. He just dropped 34 against the Knicks, I think, in the Garden. So, shouts out to the Nets. They're playing really good ball. At number two, I got to go with the hottest team in the NBA also. It's got to be the Phoenix Suns for me. They're looking to repeat getting to the finals. And last year crushed me because I wanted to see Chris Paul wintering so bad. And I thought that there was no way, no way they'd come back. Like, I thought that there's no way. I didn't think there would be a possibility that they could get back to the top of the standings. But they're crushing it right now. And they got role players and leadership in that backcourt. And I don't see why they can't get back to the finals. Right. Unless I talk about the number one team in the NBA right now. They're first in points per game. And their first and opponents points per game. It's those Golden State Warriors. They're the, in my mind, they're the deepest team in the NBA, and they have shooters from top to bottom. Jordan Poole has grown before our very eyes. You got Steph Curry. You got guys like Damian Lee coming off the bench, and then you're gonna get Clay coming back and only getting better as the season goes. So I don't know. yep, yeah, yes, they did lose to the Suns tonight, but I don't know if there's a team that's better than the Warriors right now on a, in the seven game series honestly.
1: I can agree, man. And I feel like Jordan Poole has been a crazy addition. I think oh, he went gosh. from averaging like eleven points a game to like 19 points this season. Yeah, it's crazy. He's killing. Yeah.
0: He's killing. But going from the power rankings, let's jump into some games. I got boom, games boom, versus the Pacers. Who's gonna win and why?
1: Ah, uh, the battle of Jimmy versus Mr. Bubble TJ Warren it's the the bubble mamba man but i got jimmy butler in the heat man i feel like the heat is just playing really good basketball and jimmy butler is that leader gallivanting his troops i feel like the addition of kyle lowry is just what jimmy butler needs yeah and um you know shout out to eric spolster man eric spolster is a great coach and he didn't get all the credit that he deserved during the big three era but Mm-hmm. Shout out to Eric Sposher and the Miami Heat, man. I think the Miami Heat is going to go ahead and take this one easily.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that. I think the places have played pretty well thus far, especially since um, the return of Karis Levert. And rookie Chris Duarte has come, up, come alive before our very eyes. I didn't really know too much about this guy prior to the draft, but he's been super solid. Right. Um, yeah. But I got to go with the leadership of Jimmy Butler and the shooting ability of Tyler Hero on this. Nice. Miami is filled with dogs. They just have dogs all over the court and I think they gonna howl like mad during this game I think Miami's gonna win this one the rematch the fun rematch and this is gonna be a good name this is a Friday night game I'm excited for this one it's the Suns versus the Warriors
1: yeah I can't see the Warriors doubling up and losing too I got them splitting this one here um competitive game I feel like even with the book coming back I feel like it's gonna be something to watch out for just a. I don't, I don't know his timeline of getting back, so let me not say he'll be mm. back uh, for sure. But I can't see the Warriors just taking two L's like that, yeah. at least not right now, knowing that they've just taken the loss to the Suns. They're going to split this one. So for what it's worth, for what it's absolutely worth,
0: Devin Booker did get hurt in this game. He hurt his hamstring, but he was there celebrating and full of energy at the end of the game. So I'm not entirely sure if he's that hurt that he wouldn't be able to make the game. For the Warriors, but the Suns are the hottest team in the NBA right now, and I think that this is an early candidate for a Western Conference Finals, but I suppose we'll see what it looks like based on industry for both teams, but the Warriors have played out of their mind this year, but just like last week, I can't think against the hottest team in the NBA right now. D-Book and uh, Chris Paul have are and have been a match made in heaven in Phoenix, and I think that combo will be too much for Golden State again when they face off this weekend.
1: Yeah, man, I I can't I can't disagree with that. Actually, do you, what's the what's the status on Steph? Steph ended up with twelve points in the game tonight. Uh, is he hurt?
0: I don't know. I think he might have got hurt in this game. Uh, if he's hurt, if he isn't hurt, his pride certainly is, because that's pitiful considering what they they had a chance to really stick their claim in the West. Not that they fall very short or fall fall off, but right. Steph's going to need a better performance like that at least until his other guys come back for sure. For sure. For the next game, we talked about these teams in the power rankings, and they're fun. I got the Bulls versus the Nets. Who's going to win and why?
1: Mm, Bulls versus the Nets, man. Um, I like the way KD is playing. Mm-hmm. I think that um, the Nets have a bit more depth than we we may want to consider, mm. and I think that um, it'll be a good matchup, but I think that we're seeing KD in, in, in quarter season form, and Ain't no turning back from here, man. I yeah. think he's going to uh, run up against a great Bulls team. But him and James Harden may have enough to go ahead and beat him.
0: Yeah, man. I think this is this is a matchup, two of the East's finest teams right now. And I think that this will be a gritty and potentially low-scoring matchup. I think both teams defend very well. Yeah. And I think the Bulls play really good defense, but I can't pick against the early season MVP and KD. He's playing out of his mind. And the Nets are in the driver's seat in the East right now. And I think they'll really plant themselves there by winning this game. And for the last game of our prime time games, this is a fun one. This is probably going to be a very high scoring game, but I got the Hornets versus the Hawks. Who's going to win and
1: why? Man, you know, the Hornets is actually one of those teams that are like in and out of my considerations of being one of the top five teams in the league. Yeah, man. Um, I think they're playing super competitive basketball and I think they're 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 utilizing um, each player to their to their potential. You know, I think yep. can, clearly the Hornets and Lamelo is the fr- for the Hornets. Lamelo is the franchise guy, right? Yeah, for but sure. With Lamelo, the the contributing pieces of that team have been performing a lot better. You got um, Terry Rozier, who has just been playing lights out basketball since the return from his injury. Gordon um, Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Is playing like the Celtics wanted him to. Yeah. You got um, what's the guy's name? Miles Bridges. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly Oubre. Looks, yeah, Kelly Oubre. And shouts out to James Borago. If I'm yes. saying his name right, head coach James Borago, man, he's doing a good job, man. He's doing a mm-hmm. good job. And um, I can't, I can't look past that. I feel like they're playing super competitive, and I feel like they, just, they may just be a bit too much for. Trey Young and the former Easter Conference Finals contenders and the yeah. Hawks.
0: Yeah. The one one stat that I found shocking considering they aren't as deep with shooters as the Warriors, to, to I'm pretty sure Charlotte's number one or in the top three in three point percentage right now, which is, is pretty wild. Like I think Lamella Ball is a star. I think we can all say that at this point. He's a star and on the verge of superstardom, but he's not a killer three-point shooter, but he's such a good passer. He gets guys in good positions, that they're leading the league in three-point percentage. And I think maybe not the best teams right now, but this is a matchup of two of the funnest teams in the East. I love what the Hawks have in terms of their youth, but I got to go with the Hornets also on this. I leading The leading league in three-point percentage, I think LaMelo is a star. I think he can cause Trey Young fits just because he's so long and rangy defensively. And I think... I like, I like the Hornets. I like them to be a fun team, a dark horse team, to make some noise late in the season. So I'm going to go with the Hornets on this one.
1: Completely agree, Big Scant.
0: Yes, sir. And with that being said, we at the end of another fun episode. We really appreciate everyone that's tapped in. We really appreciate everyone that has really spread the word to their friends. I think I, I, I'm really excited for the growth that Sandbox has and will continue to have, and we appreciate all of you guys' support.
1: Yeah, man, we definitely do. We have so much in store for you guys. We're going to kind of itch out of our comfort zone with basketball and football in the next coming weeks. And we just got so much in store, man. We're going to get into a little bit of MMA. We're going to get into the background of just this whole sports life and things of that nature. And we're going to dive into so much more. We actually want to know what you guys think as well. So let us know on our social media and our IG page. Hit us up personally. Hit us up on the Sandbox Sports Podcast page on IG. Like I said, man, we got so much in store for y'all. We love y'all. Bigger Scant, out. Go Jets.
0: Yes, sir. And it's your boy, Big Scant, tapping out while you guys tap into this app. Go Pats.